Shannon here, and welcome to this episode of the Team Success Podcast. Today, what I'm going to talk about is really how an abundance mindset versus a scarcity mindset impacts our teamwork. Now, I am a huge fan of abundance. If you have not read the book by Peter Diamandis, then please do. It will open your mind to all of the great things that are happening in the world. But particularly today, I want to talk about how it impacts our teamwork. And we've given some thought to this. Now, I am very, very, very fortunate in the sense that the team with whom I work and the clients with whom I work really are phenomenal in the sense that they're really very possibility-minded. They're always looking for what's new, what can happen, what can we create, what can we innovate. But that's not normal, (laughs) or at least that's not average. A lot of people get caught or trapped into a scarcity mindset. And I want to borrow kind of the title of Wayne Dyer's book, which is that you'll see it when you believe it. And if you are looking for abundance, you'll find that. And if you're looking for scarcity, you'll find that too. The answer is always yes, (laughs) whether or not you'll find what you're looking for. I think it has a really, really big impact. I know that when I'm feeling abundant, when I'm feeling like the world is generous, when I'm feeling that there's plenty of things to go around, then I tend to be incredibly engaged. I tend to be much more creative Because I'm coming from kind of a trust that things are going to happen the way that they need to, trust that I can create what I need to, trust that the teamwork will be there, trust that the universe will deliver, if you want to use that sort of new agey term on that. However, and everyone has these days, by the way, I'm sure I'm not the only one, sometimes I'll get stuck in scarcity. And scarcity is really defined by a sense of lack, So there isn't enough of something. You're at the effect of things. Things are happening to you, which means you're kind of a victim. You feel powerless in this situation. And frankly, that is no fun. That is not a creative place to live or come from. However, we all experience it, sometimes because of something that went away that used to be there. Could be clients, could be cash flow, could be all sorts of things. Health is another one. And rebuilding our sense of abundance is really, I think, what the most important thing is to do. So when you think of working with your team, whether or not you're the owner or a team leader or a team member, I want you to think of the importance of coming from the mindset of abundance. And again, mindset drives everything. It's your paradigm. It's how you look at things. It's your perspective. It's your philosophy. All of those words are kind of synonyms for mindset. And again, I want to quote Wayne Dyer here, you'll see it when you believe it. So if you believe things that are abundant and generous and great, then that tends to be how things show up for you, at least. And if you believe that the world is scarce or going, you know, we're in a handbasket, then you'll find lots and lots of evidence for that, too. And there are a couple of really important elements here, because if you are committed to coming from that more abundant, plentiful mindset, there are some things to pay attention to. And number one is the language that you're using. So how are you talking? How we feel, our perspective is always reflected in how we think about things and that comes out as how we talk about things. So you really want to look at, are you self-deprecating? Are you kind of a woe is me person? We kind of joke about Eeyore and Winnie the Pooh, you know, or the sky is falling, chicken little. If that pervades your conversation, and it may be an old habit that's left over from an earlier lifetime of yours, And you may have brought that forward and you may need to just look at it or ask people to reflect things back to you or even record yourself if you're really, really brave and just see what are those things that pepper your conversation? Are they encouraging, bountiful ways of looking at things and talking about things? Or is that pulling back, that fear-driven language? They say, oh, I don't know if we can or 
hmm, not too sure about that, or we don't have enough. That is a perfect description of a scarcity way of talking about things. Now, you might say we don't have enough of that yet. <laughs> that might be accurate or valid. But who says that that's the way it's always going to be? Our job is to create new things. If I think about why you're listening to this, it's probably because you want to have a 10 times exponential multiplying company. You want to have that kind of a life. You want to have a life of abundance for you and your family and your team and your clients. This is why we're here. If you're someone who's interested in feeding your brain with new ideas and new perspectives, pretty much guarantee you're kind of on the abundant side of things. People who don't think that things can get better don't invest the time in new learning. Why? Because, well, it won't make any difference anyway. Again, scarcity-minded. So I'm going to assume, probably fairly accurately, that this is part of how you want to live, even if it's not what you're currently experiencing right now. So really pay attention to how you think and kind of underneath. One of the things that I've noticed with very, very successful entrepreneurs who are on that growth path is that we get tripped up sometimes by older ways of thinking. I know one time I ran into a comment from one of my clients in conversation, reflecting back on an email. And he said, you know, I just think this person's out to get me. I said, hang on a second here. They haven't known you long enough to be out to get you. <laughs> this just isn't possible. So look at your thinking in this one. You're feeling stuck. You're feeling like you couldn't communicate with this person well. I'm not saying you've got great teamwork yet, but I really, really don't think they're out to get you. He was like, oh, yeah, you're probably right on that. But in old default programming, we program our minds with our thoughts. So that really kind of tripped him up. That's why he has me. I called him on it <laughs> with love. But really kind of had to shut that conversation down so he could look at the situation from a more plentiful place that the person with whom he was communicating, maybe she wasn't trying to get him. She was just trying to explain what the situation was. But conversations sort of devolved went way too long on email, and they needed to talk in person to get things back to an even keel, which it now is, which makes me very happy. But when we have these little belief systems that we're vulnerable or someone's out to get us, that again leads to that kind of scarcity way of thinking. One of the things that you can do, I've talked about this before and I'll talk about it again, I'm sure, is to start conversations with your team, with your clients, with yourself, with your family, with a reflection on the positive. I much prefer to have a positive-focused conversation than a negative-focused conversation. It seems kind of obvious when I say it that way. But when you start conversations, and we start all meetings like this, I certainly do, with, okay, what's working? What are you excited about? What's working in your life? It flips people into reflecting on what's working and what's positive and what they can move ahead and what has momentum and what they're motivated about and what has a multiplier impact that they're doing. Those are abundance words. They're not scarcity words. And then when you tap people into what in their own experience is actually working, you light that fire. You really do help other people become more abundant. One of the things I know that everyone who works at Strategic Coach, they're like, wow, this is really different. Yeah, because people don't really complain much here. I mean, we may vent on occasion. <laughs> We're human. But complaining is not the norm. Creating, solving problems is much more the norm. It's like, oh, how could we do this? Not we can't do it. But how can we do this? Now, we have challenges the same as every other company, you know, in terms of we've got clients and things that we want to have happen differently. And how can we increase revenue over here? And how can we solve this particular problem? And this technology situation is what we're facing. And we could just choose to feel beaten down by it. But what would the use of that be? That wouldn't be any fun. But the question we ask ourselves is, how can we make this happen? How can we be resourceful? 
And if you go back to that whole abundance way of thinking about things, if you think that there's a lot of people out there available, there are, in fact, great team members for us to find, there are new opportunities for us to create new value and make more money, then your focus is, in fact, on being resourceful. It's how do I connect those resources, those capabilities, those opportunities with me, with us? That's what resourceful means. When you're in that scarcity mindset, the word resourceful doesn't even come in to the conversation because it's a lack. There isn't enough. Again, that powerless feeling is there's no call to be resourceful in that conversation. So if you want to have great teamwork, if you really want to have a growing exponential company, I think the focus has to be on abundance. And you may need to stop reading newspapers. You may need to look at some great leading thinkers who are tapped into the new great things that are happening, like Peter Diamandis, the author of Abundance, to kind of feed that part of you. But it really is, what are you listening to? What's the conversation going on in your head? What's the conversation that you are having with other people? What are you engendering in your own conversations with your own team that's what's really important. If you want to experience abundance, you have to believe it's out there. You have to look at how you can connect with that. If you believe in scarcity, then you're going to be at the effect of that. And that's not an exponential way to think. Frankly, it's not a healthy way in my estimation. People who are scarcity-minded, and I've had my days, don't get me wrong, it's just not a creative space. I get disengaged. I get scared. I get worried. And I'm not the most contributing person when I'm in that state of mind. So for me, it very much is about how can I surround myself with people who are abundance-minded? How can I provide that for other people? And to really watch my language. And what am I focusing on? What am I paying attention to? I'm not ignoring the challenges, but I want to come at it from that resourceful, how can I standpoint as opposed to, oh, I can't do anything. None of us are about giving up. None of us are about just being victim to things. But again, it really comes back to how are you thinking about things? And when I notice people are much more attentive to how they talk about things or to their underlying belief systems and they start to shift those, all of a sudden the world opens up. We've been having a ton of conversations about coach lately, about mindset. And the bigger the mindset, the bigger the results. And I presume, again, that's what you're looking for. So I guess I want you to kind of pull out any of those little scarcity habits that might be pulling you down so that you can really get into that abundance mindset. And if you look for it, you will find it. It's out there. There are a ton of resources. The number of new people coming online with the internet by 2025 is like 5 billion people. That's a lot. If that does not represent a lot of capability and a lot of opportunity to you, then we need to talk because really that's just a huge new capability and capacity that's opening up on the planet. If you look at the new technologies for making things faster, easier, cheaper, bigger, better, oh my goodness, we live in such an incredible time right now. Now, I don't always know how to best connect with it and that's always a learning process, but it's out there. The fun is learning how to take advantage of it. So I think there's so much positive evidence in the world right now for abundance that I want you to really pay attention to how that affects you and how that affects your teamwork. Because the more abundant mindset we bring to our teamwork, the more abundant our team will be and the more abundant our results will be. Thanks very much for listening. If you have any questions or comments, please let us know at questions at strategicoach.com. And as always, here's to your team success. Hi, Shannon here, and thank you very much for listening. If you like what you heard today, please take a moment to rate the Team Success Podcast on iTunes, and we'd love it if you'd share the podcast with anyone else who could benefit. If you're interested in learning more about the Strategic Coach Program for Entrepreneurs, visit us at strategiccoach.com 
or the Strategic Coach channel on YouTube. For free downloads and more team success strategies, visit teamsuccesshandbook.com.